Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about repairs and pool service and the balance between both of them. Should you do repairs or should you just focus on your pool service route and do the weekly maintenance? And I'll go over the pros and cons of both having a pure repair route and having a pool service route and something in the middle where you're doing both. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I think one of the biggest hangups or holdups, so to speak, of starting your own pool service business is the repair aspect. A lot of people don't want to get into the industry because they're afraid or apprehensive about if something goes wrong, I don't know how to repair this thing, I don't know how to fix it, and what am I going to do at that point? What am I going to tell the customer if the pump stops working and I can't fix this thing and I can't do business because I can't do repairs? And I think you're looking at it in a totally wrong way. Repairs and service are actually two separate entities in the pool service business. Of course, they cross over each other because while you're out there working, if the pump stops working, you should kind of have an idea of why it stopped working. So knowledge of the equipment and knowledge of what can go wrong or what needs to be troubleshooted is important, but actually knowing how to do the repair is not necessarily important. And it's actually one of those things that really hamper a lot of people that want to get into the business because they're really afraid of the repair end of it. So my suggestion to you if you're thinking about starting a business or if you're already in the service business and repairs are kind of scary to you, just refer the repairs out to someone who does them as part of their business only or another pool company that you trust that does repairs and service and refer the repairs out to them. It's really easy to do. You simply tell the customer, hi, Mr. Jones, looks like your pump went out. Since I focus mainly on the service end in this in my business, I have a dedicated repair company that I can call out to you and they can fix the pump or they can replace it. And here's the guy's name. His name is Jim. And he's going to come by on this day at this time and look at it. And then I'll let you know how much it is to replace the pump or repair it. Or you can say something like this. Hi, Mr. Jones. Your pump seems not to be working. And I have a dedicated service company that I work with, repair company that I work with. And I do this because I want to make sure that the repairs are addressed speedily. And since I'm out maintaining the pools all week, Having a dedicated repairman makes things much easier. His pricing is definitely fair and in line with what I would charge for the repair. I'm just really busy at this time with the pool maintenance and he's going to come by tomorrow and look at it and then I'll let you know how much it is for that particular repair. Nowhere in these statements are you saying that you don't know what you're doing or you don't know how to repair the pump. You're just describing your business model, which is you do the pool maintenance and you have a dedicated repair company that does the repairs for you. 
in the very least, if you can't find someone locally that you can trust to do the repairs, I would highly recommend just referring it to Leslie's Pool Supply. They have dedicated repair technicians. They don't do any pool service themselves, no weekly pool service, so they're not going to try to get the account. And they have really competitive pricing that's industry standard, so a lot of pool companies will base their pricing off of what Leslie's charges to do installs. And therefore, they also have better warranties in some cases for their equipment. They'll give the customer an extra year on the warranty. Any kind of problems, they'll come back out and fix it. So they're a good resource also, and they're reputable enough where you tell the customer that you have Leslie's Pool Supply do your repairs for you. Because they offer better warranty on the equipment, and they have installers that will come out within a week to do the work. So you can do any angle you want, basically to explain to your customers that you're not doing the repairs without admitting in any way that you don't know how to do the repairs. And so that aspect of pool care can be overcome rather easily. Now knowing, of course, basic troubleshooting is important because you don't want to call a repairman out there when it's something like the breaker was tripped or something simple. So get some troubleshooting under your belt, of course, along with everything else. But you don't necessarily have to do repairs. You can just be a purely service company. I know a guy in Florida with over 30 years of experience who has done no repairs over those 30 years. He refers everything out, and he's never done any repairs. And to be honest with you, I don't even think he knows how to install a pump. But that didn't hinder his business, and I think it's a model that worked for him. And it may work for you also, depending on the tipping point of your business model. So can you do repairs and service? Well, you certainly can do repairs and weekly service. It's not something that you can't do. I think it works best when you have a dedicated repair day. Monday seems to work best for a lot of guys out there. Some guys like Friday, and if they don't have a lot of repairs, they can get like a three-day weekend. So pick whichever day of the week you think is best for you, and that will be your dedicated repair day. So if you have any pump installs or motor replacements, you would do it on that day and then the four days of the week where you're doing the pool service you're not doing repairs or you can do repairs while you're doing service i recommend that if you do that model that you schedule the repairs for the end of the day and not the beginning of the day because if you're doing a repair at let's say eight in the morning and then something happens and you have to go to the store to get something and come back and something else happens and by the time you're done it's already noon and you still have 14 pools to do then you're going to be scrambling to do those pools. So I suggest leaving it to the end of the day. In the worst case scenario, it gets dark on you and you have to call it a day and come back some other time. But at least you have your pool route done and you're not fiddling with something and you still have 14 pools to do on the back of your mind. And I did mention the tipping point, and this is in any business model. You want to make sure that you're actually working the hours to make the money. And so what I suggest you do is you take the amount of repairs you do every month in a, in a given month, write down how much how much time you spent, how much you netted on those repairs, and chart it out. And then at the other end of it, chart out how much money you would make if you filled that day with 14 service accounts, just doing the weekly maintenance on those accounts, you know, the pool cleaning basically. And then you take that amount, let's say that you charge 150 a month. And so if you filled that Monday or Friday, let's say the repair day with 14 pools, that's $2,100 a month you bring in on doing the weekly service minus some chemical expenses and things like that. So maybe you're netting $1,700 on those 14 pools or so. And then you would take your repairs. You would, of course, minus all your supplies. 
And the hours you're going to use are basically the same amount of time it would take you to do 14 pulls, which should be, you know, six or seven hours. And then you want to do that with the repairs. And so six and seven hours of repairs, how much money are you making? And are you making more money doing 14 more pulls a week? Or are you making more money doing one day of repairs and maybe some repairs during your service days? And you have to put that on paper to see if actually the repairs are losing you money versus making you money. And if the repairs are making you money, then of course keep that up and maybe expand that out to two days a week and do three days of pool service. And if the repairs aren't making you money, then at that point you want to add 14 pools to your route and then refer the repairs out to other people. And you can do repairs here and there if you need to. Let's say you would need to put a motor in one day. Then you can do that and count that as extra money. But I think if you are doing both repairs and service to a point where you're running out of time during the day and it's getting frustrating, then you're at a probably at a point where you have to make a decision to either do more repairs and cut back on service or cut the repairs down and do more service because doing both and having you know this battle between your time on repairs and the time on your route servicing pools can be very frustrating and draining on you. And there's really no need to have that battle. There are plenty of companies out there that do repairs only. I have a few in my area that I refer out to. They have no problem putting in a pump for me or doing repairs or troubleshooting something. And that's how they make their living. And there's also service companies where they have more time on their hands and they can do repairs for you on the side. But this is a decision you have to make based on the logical numbers of how many hours you're putting into doing repairs, how much money you're making, if you even like doing the repairs, and how much money you can make by just adding 14 pools to your route, basically another day of pool service. And what do you like better? Do you like repairs better than cleaning pools? Or do you like servicing pools over doing repairs? It's not really rocket science. It's just math, basically. And it's one of those things where If you're doing fine, just doing the weekly service, and you really don't want to do repairs, there's really nothing wrong with that model. No one's going to think any less of you. In fact, the repair companies are going to really enjoy doing the work for you because you're giving them more and more work. Now, how do you get paid by the repair companies? You can ask for a referral fee, of course, for sending people their way, or you can just do this as something that you keep them in your back pocket so that you can have them do repairs for you right away. Work it however you want to work out the the, uh, structure with the repair company you're working with. Also, as far as billing the customer, you could do this two ways. And this really depends on the customer themselves. Some customers don't mind paying a dedicated repair person. And they have no problem drawing a check or zelling over money to Jim's pool repair. Other customers would rather you handle it and then they pay the repair. You pay the repair person for them. The problem with the second model is that if there's a problem and the customer paid you and then the repairman did the work, but there's a problem, then you have to kind of handle that, getting back to, getting back over there. If the customer paid them directly, then of course you would assist the customer in getting a hold of them, let the repair company know that there's a problem, but ultimately they're dealing directly with the customer on the follow-up at that point. If you're referring it to Leslie's Pool Supply, there really is no uh, you know re- referral fee for that. And they'll handle the follow-up of any kind of problems with the repair installation. But you will have to decide the best way to bill your customers. I think it's based on a person-to-person kind of thing. With my customers, if I have someone do the work, I know that they're more comfortable paying me. So I'll 
pay the repairman, let the customer pay me. But if there's a customer that doesn't really care, I'll just tell them if you can zell over this person that did the repair, they'll do that no problem also. And you may just want to adopt one model over the other. For me, I just mix it. I have some customers that I pay for the repair, others pay them directly. And it seems to work for me, but I can understand how that can be, you know, one of those things that you want to just have a set rule. So if you want to pay the repairman every time, have the customer pay you directly, that's perfectly fine. Just be aware that you're holding the bag at that point and you have to coordinate everything with the repairman if there's a problem. And then the other method, you know, of having the customer pay the repair company directly works in a lot of cases also. And of course, what I do, the mix of both seems to work really effectively. And of course, you're going to ask, well, how do I find a local repairman in my area that's reputable? The best way, and I say this all the time, is to go to Pentair, Floridia, or the Hayward site, website, and look for who does their warranty work in your area. These are people that have been certified by Pentair and, and Floridia or Jandy to do the warranty work for them. So let's say someone puts in a pump and it's not working and it's under the warranty, you know, Jandy will call out their person in their area that does the work for them and send them out there to replace the pump under warranty. These people are usually certified, they have a license, and they work directly with the manufacturer. And a lot of them don't have their own service company. Some areas you're going to find that they have their own service company, so you're kind of handicapped there where you can't find just a dedicated repair person. Some of these repair warranty companies are big companies in the area with, you know, like 20 employees. And it's kind of hard to use them because of that aspect. So in that case, you want to find a small pool operator. Leave a note at your supplier saying you're looking for a dedicated repair person. And they'll usually respond to you. So it's area dependent. In my area, there's a lot of just repair companies out there. But I know in certain areas, there's a lot of big companies that do repairs for the manufacturers. So it's kind of one of those things where you have to kind of search for the repair person. And you'll run into people that do repairs out there just by being out in the field and being at, getting your supplies. So sometimes they have their cards posted there. You know, I do repairs only and take that number down and put it in your back pocket. But try to build that team of local pool service professionals around your area that you can rely on for repairs. Refer work to them. Also give them pools that you don't want to take, so to speak. And build a good relationship with someone in your area that you can trust 100%. And they're not going to go back there and try to take the account this happens occasionally, so you want to be aware of this fact that the repair person could have a pool route and it could be one in clients. And this doesn't happen a lot, but this is something to be aware of that could happen. So just make sure you trust the person. And sometimes the repair person will talk down on your particular service ability. So make sure that you find someone who's not going to do that. You want to find someone that you can trust and you're going to build that relationship and you're going to give them a lot of work. So they're going to be happy to work for you and they're not going to throw you under the bus in most situations, although you may run into some problems, of course, with this model. But if you do all the repairs yourself, of course, you're not going to have this problem. But then you may not make as much money because you're not having the full pool route. And you can't do both. Like I mentioned, you can't do a full 80 pool route and then do all the repairs. I think that's really hard to do. Hard to manage if you don't have a dedicated repair day or if you have too many pools and you have too many repairs. There's a, there's a balance you have to achieve in your pool business. You know what that is as you're, you're doing your own business, you're running it, and you know what your balance should be. You don't want to be a workaholic 
and you don't want to leave money on the table at the same time. So find that balance, and if you have to do one or the other, or a mix of both in some way, find what works for your company. And if you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, go to swimmingperlearning.com. This is my website, and on the banner, click on the podcast icon, and that'll be take you to a drop-down menu of over 900 podcasts that I recorded. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a good rest of your day, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy skimmer everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app